Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. At this time, it's an honor to welcome Washington head coach Kaylin DeBoer, along with student athletes Michael Penix Jr. and, and Edafuan Ulofoshio. Coach, when you're ready, an opening statement, yeah, please. Yeah, you bet. Well, first of all, just uh, congrats to Coach Harbaugh and uh, Michigan on a on a great season and um, you know well played game tonight. Um, you know they're obviously a very good football team and. Um, you know, on our end, I'm just proud of these guys. Starts with these two that are up here, and uh, everyone in the locker room um, wasn't what we were expecting. Um, we came, and I, I know our mentality and mindset was to come in and, and win the football game. But um, you know, sometimes things don't always go the way that uh, that you want. And um, you know, I'm proud of uh, what these guys have done this year and over the last two years. And um, we got a lot, got a lot, uh, got a lot of great things happening within uh, you know our program and. Um, we've got a lot, lot to build off of. At this time, as a reminder, we will take questions for our student athletes first. Let us get you the mic. Give us your name and affiliation. We're going to go ahead and get started right down here in the front, off slightly to our right. Uh, Maz Vita Mara, CascadiaSports.net. I'll start with you, Mike, Michael. Just physically, how are you feeling? And then I know there's a lot of emotions going through, but just... You know, what's that locker room like and what are some of those emotions you're feeling right now? Um, <clears throat> hurt. I mean, like Coach said, we, we came in here, we wanted to win. You know, that, that's been our goal since day one. You know, I said it since day one. You know, but, man, it sucks. You know, I mean, we played a good team. You know, they, they did some good things. You know, I feel like on the offensive side of the ball, we – we just missed a lot of opportunities, you know, uh, opportunities, you know, where we needed to ex execute the most to, you know, help our team, you know, put our team in a better position to, to come out with this win, you know. But in the locker room, man, it's just a lot of love, man. We, we're just a group that, you know, we, we've been through a lot together, man. And we're not, we're not going point fingers and nothing like that. You know, it's a lot of love in the locker room, you know, man, just – you know, everybody's just showing their appreciation for each and every person that, you know, laid their, life, uh, laid their body on the line, you know, all, not just during the season, but off season, you know, everything that we've been through. So, man, it's, just, it's, it's okay, though. We're good. Okay, we're going to come right down here on our left. Uh, Mike Varel, Seattle Times. Uh, for Eddie, um, Michigan obviously comes in and they're physical every game, always have that approach. But what, what did they do early that you guys struggled with and how did you adjust to that as you went through the game? Um, just just misfits, you know, to be honest with you. Uh, they, came, they went a couple gap schemes and we had one less guy. They had a really good scheme uh, against on the second touchdown because, you know, uh, they went tackle over and, and the DBs were uh, kind of like situated. So, I mean, we got it corrected, but at the end of the day, I mean, 
you know, at games like this, we can't make, you know, explosive mistakes like that, you know, and it, you know, ultimately costed us, you know, I mean, we battled, but, you know, at, at the end of the day, we can't, can't give those mistakes at the end of it, you know, just clean it up. Simple fits, but, you know, like they did a really good job of being physical, staying out blocks, and, you know, that's, that's kind of what happened. Okay, we're going to come right down here again on our left. Uh, Chris Vanini from The Athletic for Michael. Uh, you got pretty banged up up there. I know you got stepped on at one point uh, toward the end, something on your right side. How are you feeling physically and, and kind of what happened at the end there? Uh, better than I was three years ago. So, I mean, you know, um, I'm just happy that I was able to finish with the guys. You know, I, I knew that I didn't want them to take me out of that game, you know, because, you know, I, I've been through it too much, you know, and, I knew that no matter what, I was going to make sure that I finished for the guys and, you know, just give them my all, you know. But um, I'm, not, I'm not healthy, but, I mean, I'll be there. I'm good. You know, it's nothing major. I know that for sure. You know, I talk, talk with doctors and stuff like that. It's nothing major. You know, I'm, if I had to play tomorrow, I, I'll play. So, good. Okay, we're going to go one row back on our left. Uh, Christy Reekin from the Associated Press. Um, Michael, can you reflect on your long career and everything you've accomplished and, you know, the decision to come back for another year and being able to do everything you did with this team? Um, yeah, man, it was in you know, my career, you know, it was, it was a lot. You know, um, I feel like everything happened for a reason. You know, everybody knew my story. So it's like, you know, I mean, I've been through a lot. You know, I, I've been in. I've had ups and downs, you know, but, you know, I'm thankful for it all. You know, I'm super blessed, you know, obviously to meet Coach DeBoer at Indiana, to lead me here, um, to be playing for the biggest game in college football, you know, but obviously we didn't come out how I wanted to, but I know that each and every player on this team, you know, they, they gave it their all and, you know, um, it wasn't enough today, you know, and for, for me, I'm going to take, Accountability for the offensive side of the ball. I feel like we could have been, did better, you know. Um, too many penalties, you know, uh, and we had a lot of offsides. And I'm put that on me because I got to be louder. I got to, you know, make sure I, I'm great with my communication and stuff like that. So my offensive line is, you know, um, you know, hearing ghosts, you know, it's just, um, I don't know. I'm, it's, it's been a long one, but man, I'm blessed. I'm blessed to be here. I'm blessed to be on this team. And, you know, these guys will be my brothers forever. So, Take our next question from the middle here on the left. Greg Bell, the News Tribune. Mike and Eddie, what are you proudest of of your time at UW? Eddie, go ahead. <laughs> Man, just resilience. I mean, uh, to be honest, when we went 4-8, we and eight, I, I completely lost hope. You know, and I didn't know whether I wanted to, like, be a part of a rebuilding process. And, you know, I really wouldn't be here without Coach DeBoer, you know, to be straight and frank with you. You know, like, he gave me something to believe in. And even when I tore my ACL three months later, he still believed in me, still pushed me. He still wanted me to be a leader. You know, even though I couldn't understand it, I appreciate it. And, you know, he, I'm proud that we have, you know, people upstairs that truly care about their players. I'm proud of the University of Washington. It was an honor to play here. It was an honor to, you know, really wear the purple and gold. And, you know, I'm, I'm really proud that, you know, 
we not only did we, you know, bring this university back to you know where it belongs, and in terms of just being a marquee, you know, university. You know, I'm a proud of these guys, man. We all of us have been together for a long time, and you know, we truly care about each other. We truly love each other. We eat together. We joke together. You know, we we play a bunch of games together and stuff. So I'm proud of it all. You know, I'm I'm proud of every single moment I've had here. You know, it's. It's been a blessing for sure, and I got to thank the man upstairs for all of it. Just a couple more for our student-athletes right down here in front. Kyle Boniger with ESPN. Mike, there was you know, four drives in the second half where you guys had a chance to, to tie the game. Was there anything consistent about those or why it didn't work out, and uh, what did you make of the pressure that Michigan was able to get on you? We just got to execute. You know, um, we didn't execute when the moment – Whenever we needed to, you know, I feel like as far as like the whole exotic stuff that they, they were doing on film and stuff, you know, um, that we saw against Alabama, I don't feel like we were confused or anything like that. You know, um, I just feel like it came down to executing. You know, I missed a couple of throws, um, just a couple of reads on, on routes and stuff like that. You know, just small details, you know, within our, within our system that, that we do um, great all the time. You know, if it's shifts and motions. Coming out of the huddle, you know, it's just small details and stuff like that, you know, um, caused us to, you know, be in a position where we didn't want to be in, you know. But um, now I don't, I don't regret it all. But man, I, I just, I know this team, and I know, um, I know the guys that we we have under us, you know. And, and this team gonna be hungry again next year, and they they're gonna be competing again next year for championships. So I'm just super proud of this team, and you know how, how far we come. You know, always being an underdog, you know, um, this is the only time that y'all were right, you know, but, man, we, we were able to fight and, and push through, you know, so much adversity and, you know, um, just people doubting us and not believing us in us throughout the season, you know, and to get to this point, um, man, it's a blessing, you know, and, and I know that everybody on this team worked for it, so. In the back, standing up. Mark Myers, Associated Press Radio. Michael your team came into the game averaging 38 points. You only scored 13 tonight. Michigan has the top-rated defense in the country. What was it like facing that defense, and how good are they? Um, they're a good team. You know, uh, we just got ex- we just didn't execute it in the moments we needed to. Uh, yeah, man, it was just by executing, man. I don't feel like they did anything that. I feel like we beat ourselves, you know, and it, it was times we, we definitely had opportunities to make big-time plays, you know, to make this game a lot different, you know, but um, they just come down to execute. And I, they, they're a good team, you know, but we had a lot of opportunities. Last question for our student-athletes here in the front. Uh, Chris Vanini from The Athletic from Michael. Along those lines, the fourth down, uh, that was you missed Rome was pretty open. Was that a, just a miscommunication on where the route was going to go, or, or how did that? How did you see that play? It's on me. I just got to make the throw. That's it. Thank you very much, gentlemen, and congratulations on an excellent season. We'll go ahead and open it up for questions for coach. Questions for coach. We're going to start right over here in, our, in the front. Uh, Mike Farrell, Seattle Times, Kalen. You can see, you know, it's emotional night. I can see you getting emotional while while Mike's talking, while while you know Eddie's talking, and just how much does this mean to you? And, and what are you feeling for them in a moment where they won 21 straight but weren't able to kind of finish the job tonight? 
Yeah, I think um, I think it's pretty clear what these guys are made of, um, and these are two of the leaders that uh, have have led us all year long and and over the last two seasons. Um, when your hardest workers are your best players, um, you, you have good things happen. And these guys led us in a way through, you know, great character, um, and they just grown as leaders. And they brought a lot of people with them. They held each other accountable to another level. And, you know, when you see players care so much about what's happening on the football field, when you see them love each other, when you see them have expectations and when you fall short like we did tonight, um, you know, you just you feel, you're, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry that they couldn't realize a championship this year, you know, because they made the sacrifices, they made the commitments, they, um, you know, the goals that they had, the work supported it. And, um, you know, just tonight we couldn't get over the hump. We couldn't make the plays uh, to, to tie the score. And, um, you know, sooner or later, um, when you're playing a good football team like we placed tonight, um, you know, they, they find a way to, to get to you here in the fourth quarter like they did. And um, I just feel bad for the guys because, you know, they, uh, they've given so much to each other. They've given, they've given to me everything, everything they possibly, have, possibly can. And, um, you know, that, that's, that's why I feel the way I do because I'm going to miss them. Um, but I'm proud of them, I'm proud of what they've done for our program. I'm proud of what they have brought to our university, our community. And um, they've restored UW football, um, given us expectations that, uh, you know, are what this program stands for and, and wants to have each and every year. We're going to move over to our right on the aisle. Ethan Kilbreth with the Daily. Coach DeBoer, this team hadn't been down by double digits all season, but can you talk about how they responded specifically on defense and how they were able to put pressure on Michigan? Yeah, I think, you know, even just a two-score, I mean, two-score two game, it, it, uh, it's happened a couple times over the last two seasons, and I, I keep telling the game's going to always come back to them, you know, and putting one more score on the board is always going to put pressure on the other team because they know what we're capable of. And, again, we just, we just couldn't make that one play here and there. And when we did, um, you know, a penalty, maybe getting, bringing the play back, a holding call and things like that, um, we just couldn't get over the hump. We couldn't. Put, finish the drive um, the way that we're used to. Um, you know, and that's a credit to Michigan. You know, there's a piece where I agree with Michael. Um, you know, we had, a, had some self-inflicted wounds uh, that, that we, that we um, did to ourselves. You know, just uh, the, some penalties, uh, you know, some plays that we are usually going to be making. And um, we just didn't quite make them. And um, it's not like anyone's not trying. I mean, they're giving everything they had. I could see it and uh, can tell in the locker room that they left it all out there just by the pain that they're going through. And, and um, you know, that's, again, there's a piece of that where Michigan did some things as well. You know, obviously a very good football team. Right here in the front. Kyle Bonagro with ESPN. Two, two questions, Kalen. The, the first is, at the end of the game, Penix comes over around the 20-yard line. You, you kind of meet him at the sideline there. Can you share anything from that moment? And then the second would be, what does this season and this, you know, getting to this point do to springboard the, the program forward next year? Yeah, I just made sure. Just ask him if he's all right, you know, and because, um, I mean, he was obviously hit quite a few times, making sure he's okay. And, um, 
you know, it was a brief time that we spent together there. I just uh, wanted to make sure he knew how I felt about him, you know. And um, I mean, this guy, you know, came here and, and I, you know, the trust he put in me to put people around him, um, whether it be offensive staff, offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach, other players, um, and he, he, he picked up and moved all the way across the country. And, you know, I just, I can't tell you how much that means to me to have a trust from someone like Michael, um, because, you know, this was his last crack at it, you know, a year ago when he made that move or two years ago when he made that move, it was, it was, you know, it, it was a time where we all know, you know his, his story is, you know, it was kind of that, at that point, you know, where it was kind of do or die. And, uh, you know, I knew in my mind what he was made of. I knew what he was capable of. And now it's just a matter of bringing it all together. And I can't tell you how much it means that he had that trust in, in me and uh, seeing him grow and develop and just, I mean, the mindset he has, uh, just the fighter's mentality he has, the leadership, you know, a lot of credit goes to our staff and working with him, Coach Grubb, uh, working with him. But, uh, man, just seeing growth seeing the fight, seeing the passion, the love that he has for everyone here in this program. Um, you know, I hope you'd have, I hope, I hope Husky Nation, you know, just um, always holds in the highest regard. I think they will. Uh, I'd expect nothing less than that because I don't think they understand also what he's given all of us. Next question over here on our right in the front row. Kalen, <clears throat> you, you once told us that you only play for championships. Now that this run has, has come to an end. Were, were you amazed at all that you put this together so quickly in two years that you got to this point, to, you know, to challenge for a national championship? Because I, I think this is like a story that was, you know, really unusual for college football in general that this happened so quickly for the Huskies. I think, um, you know, we had a, when you have a great quarterback and when you can have an offensive line and, uh, you know, our defense came a long ways this year uh, from, from a year ago. And um, I felt like at the end of last season, the last few games of the year, uh, you could really feel like if everyone kept it together and, you know, that this could happen. Um, and when you're, in the, when you're in the moment and when you're, when you're going through it, it's not about, you know, all of a sudden going from, four and two, which we were at one point, to saying, hey, we're going to go win a national championship. Um, but I, I felt like there were some of the makings of being a special football team. And the credit to the guys, they just they just hung in there uh, with the process and just focused on improving every single day. Uh, a year ago and this year, um, it's just built up to this moment. And it's a it's it's execution, it's, it's physical toughness, um, it's uh, it's all led to a mindset where, um, you know, anything that comes their way, uh, they felt like they could they could come through and get it done. Um, I, I truly feel like five minutes ago, um, man, there was nothing but belief, you know, that that we could we would find a way to win that football game. I really believe that. Come back down here to the front. Yeah, sorry. The, sec yeah, the second part was the springboard forward. To yeah, when sorry. Yeah, no, I think, um, you know, you, you, you get to this point and I've been, been a part of it many times and you always look at the guys, man, we're losing this guy, we're losing that guy. And, and some of these are guys are just super special players, but um, they've raised the standard again back to where it should be. And 
in our program. And, um, you know, um, we had a lot of guys that got a chance to see uh, what it's supposed to look like, um, seeing guys like Eddie and Michael um, do their thing and, and lead um, and what the work is that you got to put in and how hard it is to win a football game each and every week, how hard it now obviously is to win a championship. Um, but, you know, a lot of guys have seen what it takes. And, um, you know, it, because of what we've done this year, uh, we'll be very attractive for guys to come in, to, that guys, you know, who want to win championships to come into this program and, and believe that it can happen again next year. Um, it's such a fine line. It's just such a fine line. We've seen it all season between winning and losing, you know, and I feel like I know what the score looks like, but I feel like that fine line was right there again tonight, and we weren't that far off. Um, there's not a doubt in my mind that we have a good enough football team to go out there and win a national championship and um, just got to make a play here and there, get us over the hump, and uh, it could have been a different outcome. Last question. Uh, Mark Norris, NPR Houston. Uh, tonight's game is the end of an era for your school and the conference it's been in for decades. Any reflection on what this conclusion means and the history that's coming to an end with Washington and the Pac-12? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that here at the end it was – us uh, just really focused on what we were doing for UW, but I am proud of, um, you know, our representation of, of Pac-12 football, West Coast football, um, because, I mean, I, I, I'll say it right now. I mean, I think that uh, our conference and what we went through uh, each and every week is as tough as any that any team could have had in the entire country. Um, there's just a lot of really good teams, a lot of really good coaches, and, um, you know, I'm proud of what we – what we accomplished, uh, not just an overall record, but um, each and every week, you know, having to be our best uh, because the teams that we were lining up across from us uh, were extremely strong. Um, there's multiple teams um, that could have been knocking on the door of, you know, being a conference champion, being, a, being even in a Final Four. You know, I really believe that there's uh, some really good football that's been playing on the West Coast. And so, you know, I've I tip my hat to those coaches that uh, have been a part of the Pac-12 and, you know, obviously our history in the Pac-12 and, you know, comes to an end. But, uh, you know, all our alumni who have been a part of so many big games and um, given us a tradition, um, I want to make sure we always remember those. Um, so, you know, it is sad to see the Pac-12 have this time right now that we're coming to an end uh, with. But... Uh, I just, uh, you know, I'm glad that we re represented West Coast football, Pac-12, uh, the way we did this year. Coach, thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tell Johnson. How hard was it to try to play through everything today? Um, I just made it hard. I guess it got harder on me, you know. Uh, first play of the game, I got a high ankle sprain on my left foot, my left ankle, so... You know, I had to fight through that too, so um, I don't know what else to say. What made it so hard for you guys offensively today? Was was there something Michigan's defense, some, some problems they were presenting that maybe you hadn't seen before? Or how would you kind of describe that? Uh, we just weren't clicking. Uh, we just weren't on the same page on some things, but a lot of it was due, I feel like a lot of it was due with me not being, being able to, you know, get those hard yards and, you know, uh, putting us in long situations. Uh, you know, I couldn't, I wasn't really able to move, and you know, it, it kind of hurt us. So, yeah. What did you, What did you do before the game just to be able to get ready? We know with the knee and the foot uh, and everything you've been battling. Nah, just a lot of rehabbing. Uh, a lot of rehabbing. Actually, I was, I, I felt like I was fine, and then I just, I injured something else. So, the first play of the game. So, you know. Uh, that's about it. So the first play of the game, you injured something else. No, I did. I did. I um, uh, got a high ankle sprain on my left, my left, my left ankle. My right foot was the one that was messed up, and my left knee was messed up. So, was it was it really just the ankle then that was bothering you, or? Yeah, I mean it was everything. You know, it's, it's only so much you know your body can do. So, you know. You, you, know, you mentioned that maybe you not being a hundred percent made things hard, but are you, are you also proud of yourself that you're able to get through the game and play through all that? Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, the, the outcome of the game didn't come in our way, and uh, it was it's just tough right now. You say you guys weren't clicking. Was that, did Michigan's defense do something to surprise you guys? No, I think I think it's just more so of me, what I, what I wasn't capable of doing, and uh, just putting us in long situations, and uh, you know, I felt like I, just, I was hurting the team in some situations, but uh, yeah, I, I just you know we were just we weren't we weren't clicking on all pay we weren't clicking today, but you know it's, it was one of them nights. What did you see from Michael throughout the game as it looked like he was kind of starting to battle some injuries there towards the end? Um, man, uh, well I noticed, man, he got he got hit in the ribs. You know, that was one of his previous injuries he had early in the season, so. I, I'm pretty sure he got hit in the ribs, and you know he was trying to fight through it, man, because he's a warrior, and you know stuff just wasn't going our way tonight. When was that that you noticed him kind of dealing with the ribs? Um, I'm not sure. I'm, uh, it's, it was either the second quarter or the third quarter, so it was one of the two. I'm not really sure though. What's your process going to be like here the next week, couple weeks, as, as you go home and, and ponder the future? Uh, you know, uh, talk to my family. You know, talk to my coaches, um, see what what's the best situation for me, and um, go 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 forward from that. Did you think at some point in the game the rushing attack was going to get better, or did it just kind of with your injuries that you couldn't get it going as much as you wanted to? Nah, I just couldn't get it going, man. Uh, I, I wasn't as explosive. Uh, like I said, I got hurt first play of the game, and um, you know, it just. It hurt us, you know, because I couldn't. We weren't able to get 
getting good situations. We weren't ahead of the sticks. So, you know, we was always in third and long. So, uh, yeah, it definitely hurt us. Jalen, you guys faced a lot of good defenses this year. A lot of good defenses. That defense just looked a little bit different. Yeah, man. You know, we went out there, competed, tried to do everything we could. You know, them guys, credit to them guys who were going out there, flying around and, and putting it all out on the line. You know, I love my boys and I appreciate them for it. For everything, just coming in here each and every day and giving it their all and putting it online each and every play. Jalen, at the end, uh, after the game, you were sitting there. Why were you sitting there like that on the field? I mean, because that's one of them, you know, moments that you don't really get back, you know, and, you know, you got to remember times like that, you know, let it sink in, you know, everything that, that happened in that moment, you know, you just, just want to lean on each other and be there for your brothers. Jalen, did you feel like you guys were just out of sync? You, I mean, you guys were making those catches, Michael's making those passes in the Sugar Bowl. I mean, nah, we weren't out of sync. It's, it's a great team, both great teams playing hard football. So, you know, in games like that, that's how it's going to be. Jalen McMillan just, uh, things opened up after a little bit, but how confident were you when you guys really started getting things rolling? Um, we were we were super confident. Um, we were just we were getting the looks that we thought we were gonna get, and uh, they were hidden. And uh, obviously the, the penalties and everything that took place just hurt us. And we have to do better. You guys have faced a lot of elite defenses this year, with Oregon State, Oregon, Utah. How was this team different from what you faced? Um, they weren't really any different. The thing is, uh, we just when it all came down to execution. Um, it was the penalties and uh, just us not and not executing. That's what that's just what hurt us. Yeah, you know, you've still got a lot to be proud of. I know that's hard, but you know when you look back on this season, what are some of the things you're going to remember the most? Um, probably the biggest highlight is just me me uh, injuring my knee. Um, I think that was the biggest event for me because not only did it shape me as a football player, but it shaped me as a man and taught me how to taught me to learn more about myself and taught me to go through adversity so um, I'll probably say that and watching Roman JP and the whole receiving core just light everything up and um, Shep coming to me in the mornings and just talking about uh, um, God and you know my faith getting good and yeah so that's really everything the next question everybody's going to be asking have you decided anything on your future yet um, I should have my decision in the next couple of days, but I don't have a set decision yet, no. Jack Westover, you look like you got scratches, bruises, bites. You got a big knee brace on. You're wrapped like crazy. How are you feeling right now? I know it's hard. Yeah, I mean, not great, but gave him gave my all these six years and just left it all out there. Yeah. Tell me about that defense. You guys played a lot of really good defenses. I don't think they missed a tackle the entire game. Yeah, I mean, you got to give respect. That's, you know, where respect's due. But, you know, we hurt ourselves this, this game. You know, and that's the, hurt, that's the part that's going to hurt. You know, we didn't – we had a tough time getting lined up and early on. And, um, you know, we wanted to push the tempo on them. And we just – we weren't doing the things we needed to do early in the game. Um and then on the drives you saw us have success on, that's when we were up tempo. We were having, putting pressure on them. And, uh, you know, they're, 
They didn't miss a tackle, though. You're right. I mean, that, that was going to be the key to the game. You know, it's an NFL defense. You know, you have to... Yeah, that's how you that's how you make first downs. You know, you break you have to break tackles, and um, you know, just wasn't there all night. Just taking a look around town, and even at the game today, I saw Lincoln Kennedy, I saw Steve Entman, Buddha Baker, a lot of former Huskies. When you're all said and done, and you look back upon the season that you guys had, what's really going to stand out? Just the love you, brother. Just the the impact that. Um, you know where where this team was a short time ago you know and how we fought back with the same guys it's not like we brought in a bunch of new guys you know we fought back with majority of the same guys and we stayed together and you know that's that's the beautiful thing i think about this is we brought we brought some energy back to this this city um in washington football Watching Michael walk off the field, he not only looked emotionally spent, but he also looked pretty beat up. Yeah, I mean, again, that was the the game plan. Just, you know, it was tough. You know, we didn't, we didn't, you know, we just didn't operate the way we wanted to. You know, as far as tempo, getting lined up and putting them in confusing situations, we allowed them to get comfortable and do the things they wanted. Um, and you know, I love Michael Penix. You know, he battled. He's battled for two years now. The things he's been through, um, you know, he's the, you know, he's the, he's the quiet leader of this team. He's the same guy each and every day, and uh, I'm so grateful for uh, who he is as a person more than anything. Before I fell down. Hey, so just take me through the game. Just it seemed like just off the bat, you all just kind of struggled just to get going. What was it? Something that Michigan did, or what, what was it that just caused these struggles? Um, I think we were just. We were messing ourselves up. I mean, getting behind the sticks, it's hard to it's hard to convert on third and 19. You know what I mean? We find ourselves in situations like that. It's hard to get first downs and move the ball and get going. So, yeah, man, props to them, man. They did a great job of scheming us up. And, yeah. I know, like, the season just ended and it's hard to process, but what is one thing you think you'll take away just from this year and just this whole journey you guys have gone on? I mean, I don't think I'll trade this brotherhood for anything else, man. I mean, how the season went... 14 and 1. Especially my O line brothers, man. I wouldn't want to go to battle with anybody else, man. These guys are some warriors, and I know a lot of them have really bright futures ahead. And I mean, just just being around the guys in the locker room, I think that's the one thing that I think I'll never forget. And then you got, I mean, you got some big decisions coming up on what's next for you and your future. What, do, what will the next couple of weeks look like for you? Uh, you know, it's been coming a couple of days. So I'll just leave it at that. Lila Tula Gasanella. Tell me about those first opening couple of drives and what you guys changed to really make an impact. Because it looked like after those two drives, you guys really settled down. Uh, our run fish just wasn't wasn't right. Obviously, you could tell they gashed us with uh, really big runs. We didn't really make them earn it early on, and it was obviously it was kind of too late. So yeah. Again, you know, and I've talked to the other guys about you guys, you know, everybody's talking about the elite defenses you guys have played this year and you guys have stood up to those. What was different about these guys? Um, like I said, it was just we weren't, you know, gap sound. We were uh, not doing our job and they, we had to pay for that. You're still limping around. When was the last time you were healthy, really healthy? Probably beginning of the year, <laughs> before uh, fall camp, probably. How hard? I, I know when you sat out, it must have been hard, but, uh, you know, you could have used the rest, too. Um, 
very hard, honestly. Um, I love every, every single one of these guys, and I'll do anything, you know what I mean, for them. So it was very tough. You know, I talked to Jack about, you know, just all this week and especially the last couple of days. I saw Steve Entman on the sidelines. I saw Lincoln Kennedy on the sidelines. You've seen a lot of great players the last couple of days. When you're their age and you come back to Washington playing in a bowl game, what are you going to remember most? Just remember the brotherhood that we, you know, that we built and uh, all the, com- the camaraderie that we had, you know what I mean? It was, it was just, I don't know, it was a special thing, man. I've never been a part of a team like this, so I always remember that. One last thing. What's next for Thule? Trying to go to the league, see what's up with that. And, uh, see, uh, just press my chances in the NFL. So, yeah. Mish Powell, those first couple of series, you guys, uh, you know, there was looked like some issues, but you guys really seemed to clean things up. Tell me about the adjustments that you made. Um, just, uh, just make sure we we're in our gaps. Um, you know, they kind of they started fast. That's one thing I'll give them credit to. Um, but then just kind of responding. I'll just say that's the biggest thing was coming up with the right mindset. Um, we had the right mindset in the beginning, but just make a few little adjustments, make sure we were fully gap sound. And, yeah, you saw us turn around in the second half. Tell me about that offensive line. Uh, they're, they're good. Um, didn't really see too much just because I wasn't really around it. I'm on the outside. Um, but good old line. Um, we got to them a couple times, more times than probably we wanted to get to them a little bit more. But, uh Good team. Overall, it's a good team. Uh, through in and out, number nine, uh, they know how to run their uh, offense really well through him. Uh, they got good guys on the outside. So, the overall, really good team, bro. Con- uh, congrats to them. What did you guys figure out? I, I mean, there was a stretch there before that catch by the tight end where you guys were playing really, really well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would just say it was just like little, just small adjustments, like just guys, you know, making sure we're in our gaps right, uh, making sure we're just fitting everything up correctly, you know. Like once we came in, um, once, like you said, those first two drives, we went to the sideline. Uh, they called that timeout. Like they gave us a little quick rundown of what they're trying to do. So we just kind of made little quick adjustments, and uh, yeah, we got a good turnaround on it. I know it's fresh. I know it's raw. But you know, what's one thing you're going to take from this that you're going to remember for for your entire life? Um, just the bond, honestly, the brotherhood that was made. You know, I got people that I'm I'm invited to my wedding here. That I got people. I got my best man in this room right now. Um, so just the, the bonds and all that has gone together, man. You know, it's bigger than football. It's so much bigger than football. I think football is just a small part of this whole season. We've made so many bonds and this coaching staff, man. It's just been just a blessing overall. So that's the biggest takeaway for sure I'll get from that. Elijah Jackson, tell me about the defensive adjustments you guys made just after those first two touchdowns. Um, yeah, the coaches just we wrote. We went to the sideline, drew, drew a few things up and got a few things fixed, small things, small little details, and we came out hot. Tell me about that offense. I mean, they got some bruisers up front. The running backs were running hard, real, real hard. You guys have played some really good teams, but how did this team compare to what you've seen this year? Um, they're physical. We're physical. At the end of the day, I feel like they're 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 very physical. We're very physical. Like I said, you guys made some adjustments and came back. What were you doing in the second half? Seemed things seemed to work in the second half, but then things just at the end trying to play catch up. Uh, I feel like we would have to go back and watch film and figure out what exactly happened. But they were a good team. We are a good team. They just came out on top this time. Coach Inge, those first two series, they had some things figured out, and then you guys figured some stuff out. What were the adjustments that you made? Well, the biggest thing is just having our guys really settle down, see the full formation, and then go attack your play. Um, they did a little bit of motion and shifting, which had some eyes a little jacked up. Our guys settled down. We made the adjustments, and they they came in. And obviously, 
then we started playing our, our brand of football. You know, you say settle down, but, you know, it just seemed like they've been through so many of these big games before and not really affected them. So, I mean, they looked pretty calm at the beginning of the game. Yeah, yeah. I think we're actually calm. It's just we just had to settle the ease of the nerves down. Right. You know. Yeah, just, uh, you know, tell me about this group. This is is a special group, and people are going to remember them for a long, long time. Yeah. The good thing that they've done, I think, they have written their story in pen. Everyone doubted. Everyone was unsure. And these young men are the true testament of what adversity, attacking, and brotherhood is really all about. They believed in one another. They came in, play in and play out, day in and day out, week in and week out. And they had each other's backs. And that's, that's what team is all about. I know that it's, it's hard. It's raw just after the game. But they've got a lot to be proud of. How do you as a coach, you know, manage that, you know, with the disappointment, yet still being proud of what you've accomplished this year? Well, because the biggest thing is, I guess we were always told is, during moments of adversity, this is when you have to love them up. And that's our responsibility. We've got we to love them up. they got to know how much we really care about them. Because they're going to be down as a coach, as a parent, as a mentor. It's our responsibility to build them up. Sunday after the Equalizer. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. It's the season finale. Everyone's looking for something. Of Tracker. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. How you survive, you make quick, smart decisions. If you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. CBS season finale Sunday after the Equalizer on CBS and streaming on Paramount+.